Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Planet of Audio podcast, travel podcast brought to you by Planetversity. I'm the host, Eric Allen, founder of Planetversity. Today, I want to talk about the hidden fees in rental car bookings. So, you know, we, we all experience these funny little hidden fees um, in different types of purchases throughout our lives. I mean, you know, it's obviously not something that is discriminatory only to rental car bookings but you know these these types of hidden fees can be in almost anything you purchase you know it, it could be something that uh you you experience when you go to an appliance store and you end up buying a new washing machine just to get it home and you find out now you've got this it could be your internet service provider that gets you with these hidden fees it could be your power company that hits you with these fees but today we're talking about in travel and the hidden fees that are found in these rental car bookings because i'll tell you what i have a friend who a few months back was booking a rental car down in raleigh airport and he let his wife do the uh, the booking on so they found an ideal price end up getting down there to the airport and find out that it's much more expensive than they thought it was going to be now this wasn't even during the high season in my case it was during the high season so this is uh this example that i'm going to be sharing with you today is actually from my recent trip to germany which i just got back this past sunday and what i did was i booked a car on sixth rent a car that's the uh i've actually got the corporate account so i just went ahead and booked a car with them and i'm gonna walk through and just kind of talk about those little things because one price that i assumed i was going to be in the ballpark of ended up being twice as much at least twice as much as what i was expecting to pay so uh nice little surprise for me but i'll tell you what uh, these types of things should not go unnoticed i definitely encourage everyone to look over your purchase receipts or your invoices as they come in just to make sure that all of the information things up because remember at the end of the day these companies are in business to make a profit okay so let's go ahead and jump into this I'm gonna try not to make this too long of a podcast today but uh, you know we'll take as long as it takes to get through the information so what I want you to see on the screen here is this is actually my email confirmation that I'd received okay so we'll kind of take the other one we'll put it behind it just so we can kind of focus on this one but uh, as you can see here I have made a booking to pick up a rental car an audi a3 sportback bmw one series or similar at the munich airport for the 15th of july and i was going to hold on to it until the 24th now you can see right down here in the uh, bottom line obviously this isn't an invoice this is just kind of a brief summary of my rental expectations because i went ahead i made a booking online and they're saying okay this is probably what you can expect to pay excluding taxes now they do actually throw that in there the taxes are no surprise now this does tell you right here hey look taxes not going to be in here so but this says rental price included extras fees and protections this is what your expected rental price is going to be excluding taxes so it comes out to 633 euros and 59 cents all right so that's what i figure i'm paying I know it's not going to be that. I know right away it's not going to be that. I'm not an idiot. I've been down this road many times. I book a car with them probably monthly. So I know that I can expect that it's going to be more than that. But my hope is that it's never going to be much more than that. Okay. If I can make a booking at 633 
and you know expect those changes in the market expect inflation to impact it expect those those prices to enter their cycles and you know hit their daily highs and their daily lows and depending on how the market's doing yada 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 etc that price is going to change i know that's going to change everybody should go into this knowing that the price is never going to be the same but the sad thing is a lot of times we get trapped into thinking we're getting a much better deal than we're getting okay so you know let's just say uh individual goes online they find a rent a car they're trying to save a little money they end up getting all these options and hey look there's a list of cars for 50 dollars a day and then they find one that works just as well for them same location of pickup $35 a day. Of course, they're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to save a little money, $15 extra a day. That comes out to however much over the course of seven days. And next thing you know, you saved a little bit of money. So they're thinking they're going to spend $35 a day times however many days, only to find out that extra fees come on top of that and now that price that they thought that they were going to get ends up being something completely different so in my case you can see i go online i make my booking i know exactly what kind of car i want okay the only thing it did not specify here is the fact that i chose a diesel in person versus having a gasoline engine and why do i do that that's my personal preference because i feel like diesels are just better on fuel economy especially when most of your driving is done highway so every time i travel to Germany of course my you know most of the driving that I do is not in the cities it'll be on the highways traveling somewhere city to city or you know just going distances to travel while I'm there so I feel like it's just got a better fuel economy especially the newer diesels they just work better for me so I know the fuel is a little bit extra you know as far as cost goes but when it comes to economy it just works better for me not something i'm trying to sell anybody but you can see right here that's not in there okay and it does say on my uh my email confirmation that a specific maker model is not guaranteed that's absolutely fine what i was looking for was a luxury car nothing super sporty i'm not looking for a convertible but something comfortable reliable decent fuel economy and just a solid construction of a vehicle okay um there's nothing and I dislike more in a rental vehicle than something that's small, uh, weak engine, very rattly. It just, you know, it's got lots of little knocks and clunks and everything else every time you punch that gas pedal. And obviously, you know, when you're in Germany, you're traveling on the Autobahn. So sometimes you want something with a little bit more oomph behind it. All right. So when you go through this, I look at my confirmation, I'm picking up at the airport, I'm dropping off at the airport, I've got it for a total of nine days, everything looks good to me, here's what I can expect to pay. All right, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to slide this aside and I'm going to show you the invoice of what I received once I got back. And obviously I'm back in the States, just received this in my email and you can see right here final amount paid was 1195 euros and 68 cents so essentially 1200 euros so twice as much as i was expecting to pay so this e this email tells me expected rental price excluding taxes 633 i end up paying 1200 euros now you're thinking that is absolutely insane how could that happen i mean i'm not paying per the mile i'm not paying for every kilometer that i drive this is uh you know just like most rental car companies give you these days this is an unlimited mileage type of vehicle i wasn't crossing borders i wasn't using toll roads i wasn't doing anything like that so how could it possibly be twice that amount well take a look at this all right so 
as, as I go through things, and this is why I encourage everyone to actually go through their invoices, check things, because if you notice a problem, of course, you can get on top of that. You can contact the company, try and make that resolution, get your money back. Right. And obviously, in this case, we're going to be doing that. Um, well, I'm going to be doing that. You won't be along for that ride. But uh, you can see here that um, my time out was the 15th, just as prescribed. I was supposed to pick it up at July 15th, around 8.30 in the morning. I pick it up on July 15th, around 8.30 in the morning. It's got 315 kilometers on it. It's a new vehicle. Everything looks good. Now, my email confirmation has me returning it on July 24th. Same thing, around 8.30 a.m. And I can tell you I did exactly that. But look at this. Look at my confirmation. It says, or my invoice, final invoice, says that this was turned in on the 26th at 11.30 in the morning. The 26th at 11.30 in the morning. So what I can tell you is on the 24th, I had a flight departing Munich at 10.30 in the morning. So the vehicle was turned in about 8 to 8.30 in the morning. And one thing I will preface this with is I have never seen Munich Airport that busy. Um, you know, there was more people there than I'd ever seen, more rental cars being turned in than I'd ever seen. I'd never seen the security line be more than an hour long. So this is an extraordinary circumstance. And this is my guess why it took them over two days, over two full days, over 48 hours to actually check this vehicle in. That's unbelievable. Now, is that a huge deal? Well, yeah, it's a huge deal because that means that I'm paying. I've got this vehicle here for two full extra days at the rate of whatever my rental rate was. So, you know, if I come down here and let's see, uh, prepaid fuel flex later. Okay, choice upgrade. So what I did was that that choice of a diesel vehicle cost me uh, four euros an extra day. So sorry, four euros and 20 cents extra per day. Not that bad, right? So we're looking at 50 euros for the total time that I have it. That's not really that big of an expense. So even that, even upgrading the vehicle, how could that possibly be? Well, look, I get hit with a late return, a flexi late return fee of 12 euros at one day. Okay, that's money that I'm spending that I don't need to spend. Um, and then let's see, the upgrade was absolutely fine. The supplement, this WLTP supplement, I absolutely have zero idea what that is and so what the biggest one that really stands out to me when i saw this was i'm looking at this and it says i've got this one week plus five days so they have me holding on to this vehicle for two extra days longer than i actually turned it in that's money right there that's money lost and if i didn't actually check the invoice i would not have actually caught the fact that this thing was turned in two days late all right, now the scary thing is, is you might be saying to yourself, well, how does that type of thing happen? How is it that your car gets turned in two days late? Well, I can tell you most places these days don't have a person that walk up to it, get in, look at your odometer reading, check everything, walk around the car immediately. Most places will have you pull in, you, you bring the car in line with all the other cars, you park it, you leave the keys inside, you walk away, everything's done digitally today, and they just walk up they scan it at that time check it in everything's good email you the invoice checked in simple as pie right 
Well, unfortunately, in this case, they were so overwhelmed that that process did not work. So it's not like I was going to sit there and wait, you know, however long it was going to take for an attendant to come over and just focus solely on my vehicle just to check it in just so I could get a hard copy receipt right there on the spot. There was no attendants around except for the people who were parking the vehicles, no one checking them in. And obviously, I'm not going out of my way with only two to two and a half hours to catch an international flight on a very busy high season um, airport day. I'm just not doing it. So again, I'm supposed to have this thing for nine days. I end up having it for two days longer than I was supposed to have it. So obviously right there, there's a huge problem. Um, I'm getting hit with, let's see, uh, two days at the rate of 55 euros. Okay. So that's money out of my pocket. And then I get hit with a flexi late return. That's another 12 euros out of my pocket. Okay. But that still doesn't make up that full amount. So one of the things that most people don't pay attention to is airports, these rental car agencies, whenever you do a pickup at an airport, they'll hit you with a location fee because why? It's a convenience for you. You're not inconvenienced by the fact that they're right there at the airport. Now, that is a selling point for them. Hey, if you don't want to have to get on a shuttle, you don't want to have to drive five miles away, get a taxi, get an Uber, whatever, and ride 10 miles away, 10 minutes away, just to go get your rental car. You know, we're not going to do that to you. We're going to make it really simple for you. And we're going to give you the rental car right there at the airport to make it really simple. So you don't have to leave the location except for when you do, when you have your rental vehicle, this is a convenience fee for the renter. And for them, it is a money trap all right they love it they love the fact that they could charge you it's just like uh, the same scenario where you know an apartment community has to have a water retention area so they have this big hole right in the middle of the community they fill it in with water put a fountain in the middle of it and then they'll charge you for an upgrade because you have a water view or a waterfront view which is absolutely ridiculous so these are just some of those catches so look at that right there a premium location fee just for picking this up at the airport i get hit with almost 200 euros just for that so now between the extra days and that premium location fee we're talking over 200 euros right there alone now of course that we did say that there is no tax um, in that rental price in the email confirmation. So what is that? The tax right there. That's another, that's VAT, 19% tax on that car rental. So that's another 200 right there, 190 euros and 91 cents. So between the tax, the, um, let's see, the tax, the location fee, and the mistake that they made with the check-in, I'm already up close to 500 euros right there that's absolutely insane so that means i paid all this all this extra money when i thought that i was expecting to pay somewhere around that 630 euros that's that's insane but these are the types of things that a lot of renters or a lot of travelers will overlook you know they uh they assume that the everything's going to be you know nice it's going to be 35 dollars a day it's going to be 40 dollars a day it's going to be whatever they lock it in at on that app now here's another trap that you might find yourself a part of is some companies like expedia will say taxes and fees included and then yet you get there and everything is still 
more expensive than you thought it was going to be yes you can blame it on the market sometimes why the prices change but then you get hit with these additional fees that you still weren't expecting so plenty of times i personally have rented through expedia and i've get, gotten there and i'm like okay great it says taxes and fees included plus the rental car rates i'm expecting to pay whatever example 400 euros for that time frame and then i get hit with a bill for 700 because no they didn't put in that location fee and they didn't convert the difference between the dollar to the euro even though when you make the booking it says that it's in dollars you get to the other airport and they charge you in euros so these are the little things that i encourage people to really take a look at it's never ever what it seems you know you might call it smoke and mirrors but a lot of times people get caught off guard by these hidden fees so that's just one of the takeaways i just want people to have when listening to this is just expect that there's going to be some extra fees and when you get hit with a invoice or a, a final invoice after your rental period that's higher than you expected dig into it look at it obviously in the united states things are a little bit different your tax rate is probably not going to be 19 percent. this is a little high and yes um that you know in some cases you can you can claim that that tax money to get it back but typically for something like this you're not going to get it back in germany you know this is something if you're a business and you're running the vehicle yeah you could probably expense it in fact you could probably expense the entire thing but when it comes to all the other little extra fees you really got to pay attention to that now i did come in here and i prepaid for the fuel that's not something i chose to do in advance that was something that i decided to do right there at the airport because i asked them what is the rate that the prepaid is at what is the current economy rate obviously fuel jumps up and down every day and that was actually a deal so I know that the last few times I was there, you know, because the, the gas prices have climbed quite a bit, I've typically been spending between 80 to 100 euros to fill up a vehicle from empty. Okay. Well, this one, I ended up paying 80 or 79 euros and 65 cents. And for me, that's a deal. That's fine. I'm absolutely fine with that because the other thing you have to really think about is gas stations will hit you with a supply and demand scenario a lot of times so um if i'm going to top off the vehicle i'm not going to top it off when i'm leaving the house that's like an hour to an hour and a half away from the airport no i'm going to top it off when i'm pretty close to the airport and i got to get that last little bit in there so i can get it on that full line so that i make sure that i'm not hit with any extra fees you know at ten dollars a gallon because i made the mistake of not having it full well, I bypass that now. I don't even bother with that. I just prepay it, turn it in empty. I don't have to worry about the stress of stopping somewhere right before I get in there. Everyone's happy. All right. So that's not a big deal. I expected that extra fee to be in there. But the thing that I did not expect to be in my invoice was paying for a late return fee and then paying for two extra days that I didn't even have the vehicle when it was already in their possession. So not my problem uh not my issue i assume this is one of those things that i'll just call the company i'll show them a copy of my flight itinerary and that'll be credited back to my account just like that so uh, i'd be happy to follow up on on that in the future and you can see even here in the invoice uh, there was not a lot of driving involved 
um, not even a thousand, you know, so it might seem like a lot. It's almost a thousand kilometers, which is close to 600 miles, but that's in the course of 10 days of going back and forth between different cities. So really not that bad. Um, but again, these things, I definitely encourage everyone to take a look at. Don't just receive an invoice, assume everything is good, kind of pay attention to the details. And when you find on your credit card statement that you've been charged almost twice as much, you really shouldn't be too surprised if you know how the system works, but you should just expect that anytime you make a rental car booking, you're not just paying for that flat rate for that daily rate, that $25 a day, that, you know, $38 a day rental rate. That's it's never going to be that you have to include all the extras on top of that. And of course, if you do pick it up at an airport, just expect to pay for a convenience fee and a convenience fee is steep. Obviously you can see right here, 190 euros it's close to 200 for just picking it up at the airport which means if i would have gone to a different location in the city i wouldn't even be paying that money but i would have had to deal with the stress and the time and i would have had to get a taxi or a train ticket just to get me into the city with my luggage so it's one of those things you just got to kind of take the good with the bad all right. Well, I hope this helps. Please, if uh, you ever have any questions, hit us up at plans at planadversity.com. We're always happy to hear from people. Um, if you have any suggestions for topics, please reach out to us. You can reach us on social media, of course. I'm Eric Allen. This is Planet of Audio. We'll talk to you again in the future. Thank you.